Hiya guys, welcome to the Mindset Mission Podcast. You're here with Ryan and I'm going to talk to you today about running. Now, the reason I want to talk to you about running is because running has been a major, major influence for me in terms of the positive impact it's had on my mindset as well as my physical, uh, my, you know, my physical body and, you know, cardiovascular system and things like that. So uh, running is something I've done for many, many years now, probably since I was around <clears throat> 16, 17, something like that. So you know, that is quite a while ago, you know, I know I probably look quite young, not that you can see me through this, but yeah, it's a while ago. So running is, it's something, it's a love-hate relationship with a lot of people. It's a love-hate relationship with me as well. I found that some days, you know, I'm, I'm like just amped up to go out there and to run and to go for ages. And then other days I just really can't face it and I'm just not, you know, not vibing it, not up for it at all. Uh, the important thing about getting out and doing it, regardless of how you feel on that given day, is you're gonna like naturally you're gonna have a physical benefit from it, but also a mental benefit. Given the current times and the situation we're in at the moment, with you know April, oh sorry May 2020 being locked down, not being able to uh, go out as much and do you know go to the gyms and things, running has taken a spike. A lot more people are you know trying running for the first time, and a lot more people who run in uh, you know beforehand are tending to run you know a lot more and pushing themselves you know to go further, for example. So the the reason that people are doing that is not only because of the physical Im- impact, but also the fact that you know when you're locked down, you're getting inside your own head you know and you you want to get out and you want to really express that and just burn off energy uh you know as well as you know work on work on work on getting rid of any negative thoughts you've got going on in your brain at that time so now more than ever it is important to actually look into running as a solution to working uh working off any anger that you've got any agitation working off any kind of uh stress or worries that you've got just just lace up your trainers and if you're able to if you know if you are able to actually you know to, to run and you haven't got any anything which is impeding you from doing so just just give it a try and get out and start running like it doesn't matter about how far you go and this is what people start to think it doesn't they you know they start they think you know because they see for example maybe the likes of myself you know going out and doing long distance running they seem to think that you need, you need to be at that level or they're miles away from you know where i am in, in that instance but you know, the difference is I've been running for, for quite a while and I've pushed myself to work up to, you know, to doing these long distance runs. Whereas if you are just starting out, naturally your body is going to be adjusting to this new this new form of exercise you're introducing to it. You know, your cardiovascular system and your lungs are going to be opening up and trying to figure out, you know, how, how much more oxygen they need to be, you know, allowing you to intake in order to, you know, for you to you know, go out and do these sorts of runs. So, don't feel pressured, you know, by anybody, especially people on social media that, you know, you may or may not know who are going out and doing long distance running or any other crazy fitness things and feeling that you need to be up to that level in order to be classed as fit, for example, or good at running. That's not the case. Running is, everybody's at different levels. Just get out there and run at your own pace, right? Don't feel like you need to sprint. Just the, what I found is the best way to go about doing long distance in particular is to slow down your pace so that you are able to talk while you're actually you know running or whatever it is even if that means you've got to do a brisk walk you know quite like a power walk type thing 
even if you've got to do that, start with that and then build it up because it's all about, you know, with long distance in particular, keeping your heart rate as low as possible for as long as possible. And if you can do that, right, like, you know, with like a slow, brisk, you know, walk or jog, for example, you can go for miles and miles and miles and miles. Like, you know, when I did an ultra marathon back in like October, November 2019, I... You know, I didn't feel like I had that in me, even with the marathons, right? I did two marathons a couple of months prior, and I didn't feel like I had that in me because I'd only ever done half marathons and maybe one fifteen miler beforehand. Until I actually went, you know what? I'm going out and I'm going to run, you know, this marathon. I'm going to run more than a marathon. I always used to say, like, I don't feel like I've got that in me. Or I thought, you know, maybe I'll get to a marathon eventually, but I'll never be able to do ultras. Until I actually just set my mind on it and said, I'm going to do this, and it's, it's you know, it's going to happen. And, you know, and then it did come to pass. That was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Not going to, you know, I'm not going to lie because I got up to 13 miles and I was starting to be, you know, in, in a lot of pain then. And I needed to go to 35. Then I got to 18. So just over halfway and I had nothing left in the tank. Like I genuinely did not know how I was going to get through the rest of the run. So you, you know, they call that the runner's wall. And I think 18 miles is 10, it tends to be where runners will hit the wall, you know, whether you're in a marathon or an ultra marathon, that tends to be where a lot of people hit that wall. Now, everybody hits it, like I said. So what actually, what, you know, differentiates the people who go on to complete marathons or ultra marathons versus the ones that will not complete it, for example, or give up at that 18 miles. Now, Yes, fitness has a big impact on it. So the amount of training you do, you know, how strong your body is, you know, uh, your joints and things like that. You know, some people naturally do have, um, you know, don't, don't maybe don't have as much strength in their legs and things like that as other people. There are those factors, but the key indicator, the key factor is, you know, the, the mindset is how you determine whether or not you're going to get through this race or whether you're, you know, you're going to give it up, for example. Now, if you set your mindset right before and you say, I am going to run this, I know I'm going to finish this race or whatever it is, you know, no matter what distance it is, you say you're going to do it. Not that you're going to try, but you are going to do it. It's going to happen. You're instantly empowering yourself to believe that you, you know, you're able to achieve this, that you've already achieved it. You just need to go out and, and do it. You know, the, the, the first hurdle and the last hurdle is the one in your brain, the one, in, you know, the, the one that you set for yourself you know, to actually allow you to do it. Now, the first marathon that I ever did was in July 2019. So, I'd like I said, I'd done about 12, probably half marathons up until that point, but I'd never really, only once I'd ever gone up to 15 miles. And, you know, to do a marathon, I needed to do another 11 on top of the most I'd ever done. So, for me, I was like, this is going to be a big challenge. So, I kind of set out on it and I thought, you know, I'm just going to start off slow and I'm just gonna you know if it you know it takes me six hours it takes me six hours or even if you know if it takes me longer it takes me longer I'm just gonna go at a slow pace and and go for it now there were a few things I learned when I was doing that um one of them being take supplies with you if you're doing long distance take a bag take some water and things like that because uh, that has a massive massive impact on your physical body and how you can you know how you can perform throughout the race uh, but also set your mind right beforehand because I was I, I took on a lot of negativity before that race like for example from my father he was saying I, you know you haven't trained enough and you shouldn't be doing this you know and uh, you know you're not ready and got it you know really negative thoughts that got into me you know my brain eventually because I kind of thought you know what yeah maybe I haven't trained enough maybe I'm not ready and when I got in you know I was going over to do that race I thought maybe, you know, this is, this is going to be bad, you know, I'm going to struggle, and I was really, I was, you know, the guy I was doing it with, he kind of looked at me, and he was, he, he, he said afterwards, I did, I was a bit concerned, because he said, I don't think you, you know, you didn't seem very confident about it, 
up until I walked around the corner in Tembe, because that was the marathon I was doing. And I walked around the corner in Tembe and I, you know, I seen the people playing drums. I seen the crowds, everyone's shouting and you know screaming and cheering and stuff. And it was literally as though something had just came over me, this overwhelming sense of energy. And then I was like, do you know what? I was like, I've got this. I was like, any kind of negative thoughts that I've had up until this point, I'm going to use that as my fuel to really, to really push me through this race, to get me to the finish line. And it worked. You know, it was very, very hard. It was grueling. It was hot, you know, and a couple of, I think probably 22, 21 miles in, like I, I had nothing left in the tank. I really hit a wall. Uh, but up until a guy you know, run past his, uh, his wife, and he said, right, get up, he was like, let's go, and I'd never met this guy in my life, you know, I'd never met this guy in my life, but I was like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna, you know, thing, but he was like, no, 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 he was like, you keep running now, and I was like, right, okay, <laughs> so I got up, I carried on running, and, you know, I, I was, my legs were battered, and he was like, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going, he said, just get down this hill, and he was like, and then you'll have your legs back, your legs be you know, working again, he was like, you can run then, and just keep going, and all he did there, right, it was, it wasn't like he ha he knew what was going to happen. It wasn't like a miracle that was going to happen. Essentially, what he's done there is planted a seed in my brain to tell me that things are going to be fine, that I'm going to, my legs are still working, my body is still working, I'm able to finish the race, I just need to get to this neck, you know, get to the bottom of this hill, and then I may, you know, my legs will be, you know, fine to go, and I'll be, you know, ready to run off. Now, there may have been, you know, a physical impact, but a lot of it's just a placebo. You know, a lot of it is just him implanting this kind of, uh, belief in my brain that I'm able to, you know, to run, um, you know, to, to start running again at the pace that I was running for the rest of the race and my legs are going to be able to carry me for the, you know, uh, for the remainder. That, that's all he did. You know, it take, that's sometimes what it takes is just that one little seed to be planted in your brain you know, that you can do something and it overwhelms then any uh, self-doubt or any, um, you know, kind of self-limiting beliefs that you had up until that point. So next time you are, you know, going out running or you feel like, you you know, you're a, you want to start running, for example, depending on what level you're at, just challenge any self-limiting uh, beliefs that you might have beforehand about what you're able to achieve. So, for example, if you have only run a 10K or a 5K, and you want to work up to doing a half marathon, but it feels like a million miles away. Write, write down all of the negative thoughts that come into your brain before you sign up to one, for example, right? If you think, oh, well, I may, I'll need to do so much training, but I'm really busy with work at the moment, or, you know, oh, my, my knees are, you know, are playing up a little bit. I need to go to physio or I need to go to, you know, yoga, for example, before I, uh, you know, before I go out and, and I challenge myself. Yes, the, you know, there are some of these factors which need to be looked at, you know, especially if it's going to be, you know, you don't want to damage your, you know, your joints and things like that. If you have got physical injuries, you don't want to push yourself in that sense. But just look what those negative thoughts are, those self-limiting beliefs, and then think, well, how can I overcome these self-limiting beliefs? How can I work around it? For example, if you say you haven't got enough time because you've got a lot of work on, figure out what it is that you're doing with your time currently, for example, watching Netflix, which could be better spent spent working on achieving the things that you've set for yourself or the things that you want to set for yourself but haven't done it to date and even if you go out and you do one mile you know or 1k for example it doesn't matter just get out do a little bit and then build it up from there but in terms of getting into long distance running for people who want to do half marathons and marathons just figure out a pace for you in your training that is very comfortable where you can you could run it all day it doesn't feel like your heart rate is rising too much it doesn't feel like you're you know overheating or anything like that you know if, if you're starting to feel out the breath you know and you're, you're struggling to, to breathe too you know too much and you kind of hyperventilating then just slow it down slow it down until you feel like you're able to run talk and breathe very comfortably 
comfortably and that you're not pushing yourself anywhere near your maximum. Because what you're doing when you do that is you're training your heart rate to respond at a certain level and and, and a certain speed, right? So you can actually predict them how long it's going to take you, for example, if you're running like, let's say eight minute miles, you know, you can predict how long it's going to take you to run a half marathon during that time. And going back to the start, like, don't worry about the timing, you know, don't worry about that unless you're compared, you know, you're actually competing, then timing doesn't, doesn't need to be a factor. You know, people will say, oh, what time do you do after a half marathon? The only reason they ask that is because they want to compare themselves to you, you know, not in, you know, uh, a sadistic way or anything like that. They just want to, you know, that's what people want to do. They want to see how they are in comparison to other people uh, you know, on their fitness levels as well as, you know, life as a whole. So just don't worry about your time and what you think, you know, how other people are going to perceive your time. For example, if it takes you two and a half hours to run a half marathon, then so be it. If it takes you longer, then so be it. The, the you know, But the thing to remember is if you go and you do that and you run that half marathon, no, ma- no, no matter how long it takes you, you are doing something that so many people are not actually going out there and doing so many other people are not going you know saying oh like i i don't want to i don't think i could ever run a 5k or i don't think i could ever run a 10k or a half marathon so on so forth like there's so many people that will not even try because they feel like they can't do it or something they'll never be able to do if you have that mindset you will always you're never going to end up doing it. You have to switch your mindset initially to just say, you know what, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to run this, you know, whatever you, you plan to do. The first step and the last step are the mindset. Set them right, you know, get them right initially and you will be able to do these things that you set yourself to do, you know, that just, like I said, just get out there, you know, and just do it. Just do that one mile, do that two mile, whatever it is that you need to do to get started and just keep consistent with it. Um, like there's probably a lot of areas that I haven't touched on running. I don't want to go too in depth because, you know, I want to keep this quite general and, you know, not to talk too much about jargon and about the things that, you know, you, you know, you typically have with it within running, like, you know, your timings and shoes and all that kind of stuff. They're all factors. But what I want to talk to you about is just the actual mindset element, getting out there and, and doing it. So if you've got any questions for me about running specifically or about, you know, uh, how I kind of worked up the mindset to you know to do the ultra marathon and things like that just just give me you know give me a you know an email drop me a message on social media you know i'd love to have a chat with you about it um and also share your progress with me as well so if you are going out there and you're running a uh, you know uh, like or you wanna, you're working up to a 5k couch to 5k i know a lot of people are doing that or couch to 10k whatever it is that you're doing if you want to have a chat about uh, how maybe to go best go about that uh you know in terms of the mindset and also the physical element of it just drop me a message and i'm happy happy to help you guys. So get out there, get after it.